Hello, Agape Church and friends. Welcome in to the Building Up Podcast, episode number 107. I'm David. Thank you guys for being with us as we are continuing to go through the wise sayings of Proverbs, one chapter at a time. We are to chapter 25 in the book of Proverbs. Hope you've been following along with these podcast episodes and reading these chapters as you go, or um, if not, this might be a great starting point for you. Go back and listen to some of those older episodes and read through these chapters of Proverbs. Uh, this is something that I think it would be great for it to be just really a part of our Christian walk to where we're always going to Proverbs and always considering uh, the wisdom that is there and how we can grow in wisdom. And uh, I'm very hopeful that these podcast episodes will be a help to you in that journey today and maybe even in the future as you make it a point to be in the Proverbs, studying the wisdom of God and how to live as a wise person, the ethics of the kingdom of God, as I believe Proverbs is a basis for that. What we see in the New Testament is the ethics of the kingdom and how we grow in becoming like the man of Jesus, who is the king of the kingdom of God and uh, who is the man of wisdom in which all wisdom of God is embodied. So the more we learn about wisdom, the more we learn about Jesus. We're in chapter 25, this episode of the podcast, so I hope you've read that, or perhaps you'll read it when the podcast is done, and this will be an aid and a guide to you. We're going to do what we have been doing in some of the past episodes, and we're just going to kind of look at some of the big, either big picture themes or some of the big uh, ideas in this chapter. Now, as we moved into chapter 25, uh, the text tells us that these are Proverbs of Solomon, which the men of Hezekiah, king of Judah, copied. So we do believe the book of Proverbs was put together in its final form at a later time than when Solomon lived. And King Hezekiah uh, and his men, and King Hezekiah had a had a desire to bring Judah and the people of God back into a right-standing relationship with God, or at least returning them to the traditions of the uh, Jewish religion and in following God, as this is something that the people had gotten away from. And so as part of that, Hezekiah may have taken an interest in the Proverbs, and we know that Solomon wrote about 3,000 of these. I believe that's what the text tells us in uh, in 1 Kings 4.32, that Solomon wrote some 3,000 Proverbs. So obviously they're not all in this book, but Hezekiah put some of those together himself, some of those collections of those Proverbs, and added them to what Solomon had already been working on. And so you, you see actually kind of a shift in some of these Proverbs in chapter 25 um, that are a little different than the earlier Sol uh, Solomon Proverbs um, that we saw earlier back in chapter 10, 11, 12, and so on. And these Proverbs are, are, some of them a little longer, rather than just one sentence, they may be two, three sentences, and they, they give a little bit more of a, uh, a full explanation about what the proverb means. So you probably will notice that change in Proverbs 25, if you've been reading along in all of these Proverbs. Let's start with chapter 25, verse uh, 6 and 7. And here's a very interesting proverb. Do not put yourself forward in the king's presence or stand in the place of the great. For it is better to be told, come up here 
than to be put lower in the presence of a noble. So this proverb is saying, it is wisdom to not seek a place of honor. And and you could really apply this in so many different parts of your life and culture. It might be as something as just simple as, you know, walking into a, um, you know, a gathering, a birthday party or something of that. And and then rather than try to find the prime spot in the room, you, uh, you, uh, go to a different part of the room in which you're you're not seeking to be in the middle of everything, um, where you're not seeking to be in the center of attention, so to speak. Or it could be, uh, you know, my mind kind of it maybe in a humorous way goes to those those potlucks at church, right? Um, or maybe even just a family gathering where you don't try to be the first person through the line, but you 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 wait and let other people go and eat first. There's so many different ways. It might be applied to a career and, and how you seek advancement in that career or even how you seek, I hate to use the word advancement, but if you feel called into ministry and you're trying to serve in leadership positions for God in his local church, but that seeking of those positions, um, you have to be very careful about those things because you, you know, if you feel called to do something, for the Lord, you're going to seek out how to do that, but um, there is a way in which maybe you could seek advancement or you could seek those positions in a way that would be displeasing to God. So many, many different ways to apply this, but ultimately the wisdom is don't seek the place of honor. It's better to be called up than to be sat down. It's better for someone to say, Hey, come up here or come over here or, or go to the front of the line or here. I'm interested in you considering this position. That is better than you trying to seek something and someone having to tell you, you know what, you need to go to the back of the line or you're not ready for this or you need to move. Jesus gives a very similar admonition in Luke chapter 14. Some of you may have been familiar with it when we were thinking through the proverb. Jesus said in Luke 14, when you are invited by someone to a wedding feast, don't sit in the place of honor, lest someone more distinguished than you be invited by him, and the one who invited you comes and moves you to the lowest place. Jesus said, sit in the lowest place so that your host may come and invite you to move up higher. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. And that is the core of this wisdom statement. Why, why should you not seek the place of honor? Because anyone who is trying to exalt themselves, they're going to be humbled. But the one who is willing to humble himself, that person will find themselves being exalted. It's interesting if you tie this in in chapter 25 to verse 27 that says, It's not good to eat much honey, nor is it glorious to seek one's own glory. What happens if you eat too much? It might make you sick. Well, when you're a person who seeks your own glory, Proverbs says that's how people around you will feel. It'll turn their stomach to be around someone who's always seeking their own good and their own glory. So be someone who seeks the glory and the good of other people. Humble yourself in that way. That's the way to live wisely. And if you do that, then you're going to find in your life times where God calls you up, where God moves you to the front of the pack, where God puts you in that position that he wants you to be in. And it's far better to know that God is putting you there than than you try to do it yourself. And you um, 
then you try to do it yourself and then and, and you find yourself disappointed and having to move um, move to the back of the line, so to speak, over and over because you're trying to seek something that it's maybe not time for yet or that, that you're not ready for or God's not ready for you to be in. All right, let's look at another uh, proverb here. How about chapter 25? Let's look at verse 16 that says, If you have found honey, eat only enough for you, lest you have your fill of it and vomit it. Yes, the Bible does say vomit there in the ESV. This is an interesting proverb to me because when I read it, I thought of the question, can you get too much of a good thing? And here Proverbs is saying you need to be careful. If you found honey, you found something good to eat, you found something enjoyable, when you go to consume it, be careful that you take just what you need, just enough. Because if you if you keep going and you do it in excess, you're going to find that you get your fill of it and then you don't even want it anymore. Maybe you've had something like that happen very practically in your life where maybe there was some kind of food that you just loved and loved and loved. And so you would eat and eat and eat. And then one day you found it, you're like, you know, I'm kind of tired of this, kind of tired of this meal. I used to love it, but I have it all the time. And I think there's other things that can happen in our lives like that. I think what the proverb here is telling us to be careful of is seeking your satisfaction in excessive pleasure. Like be careful when you're seeking pleasure to to think through, okay, I'm going to seek enough. Like it's okay to enjoy things. It's okay to have pleasure in this life. God gives us good gifts to enjoy, the Bible says. But we should be careful to not make something our God or an idol because if something becomes our God or our idol, we, we, we just go after it. We want more and more and more. And eventually we may find that we don't really enjoy it as much anymore. We don't really enjoy it as much as we used to because we've had so much of it. And that shows us that the way God intends us to enjoy things is in moderation. He intends to enjoy he he intends for us to enjoy things not in excess but in moderation. That's how he designed us. And there's <laughs> you see in verse 17 immediately following this, it's kind of a funny proverb, but let your foot be seldom in your neighbor's house lest he have his fill of you and hate you. Okay, so this is a way of of the Proverbs saying, wise people know how to not wear out their welcome. Now, I don't think this is one of those things that, you know, if you have a, a best friend or family member or, or whoever, we, we have some people in our lives that are in and out of our house all the time, especially on the weekends, and we love it and we love them being there. And, um, you know, we have a, a crew that'll come over from our family on Saturday evenings and eat with us and 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 so we got all these different things that will happen and and we love that. Like we love that being a part of our lives. And um and and so I, I don't think this is one of those things where you you know it's a rule that, you know, if you go over someone's house a lot, they're always gonna get tired of you. But again, it's just a warning of wisdom that you need to be very careful that you could if if you try in building a friendship or in, in 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 building something with someone in a relationship, you can overdo it, and and you could find yourself in a position to where you're you're pursuing this in an excessive way, and you might wear out your welcome. It might be something that that someone says, you know, I really love them being here, but but they're here a little bit too much. So the Bible is calling us to wisdom as we seek out pleasure. As we seek out company, as we seek out friendships, the Bible is saying, yes, be wise in moderation. 
Be careful to not seek these things out in an excessive way. That's wisdom, according to the Bible. Another one that I thought was worth pointing out is verses 8 through 10 in chapter 25. There's so many great sayings here in chapter 25. But in chapter uh, in verse 8, it says, What your eyes have seen, do not hastily bring into court. For what will you do in the end when your neighbor puts you to shame? Argue your case with your neighbor himself, and do not reveal another's secret, lest he who hears you bring shame upon you, and your ill repute have no end. Okay, this is a proverb that is telling us it is wise to resolve conflict privately, if at all possible. If you've seen something that your neighbor has done, someone in your life, in your family, in your community that offends you, you're concerned with what they have done, maybe they've done something to hurt you, or maybe you're just worried about some way that they're living or some behavior that they're demonstrating. The Bible says, be very careful to not bring that to a public place. Rather, go to your neighbor and talk to them about it. Don't immediately take it to others. Don't reveal what someone else has done publicly when you've not addressed it with them. Because if you do that, you may actually find that you're in the wrong and shame comes upon you. Now, I've said this many times. Um, there There may be times where you know you need to address something a conflict with a friend, something that they're doing you're concerned about and you don't know how to do it. So you go to that person and you you don't know how to go to them. So maybe you go to a person of wise counsel, a pastor or a family member or somebody, one person that you know is a person of confidence and you go to them to seek out what to do. And I, I think if that's the case, I think there's a place for that. What I don't think there's a place for is gossip, talking around about someone and their situation, being offended by someone and going to other people with that offense rather than that person, um, sharing with others what they did without going and talking to them. The Bible says that is simply unwise. And what you may find out happens is you may find out you get a bad reputation. You might find out that you get the kind of reputation in which people think of you as a gossip or as someone who doesn't handle things in the right way. So wisdom is go argue your case with your neighbor. Don't reveal their secrets. Just go talk to them. Go address it. Go deal with it with them. Try to find peace with them. Now, if you can't find peace with them and they've offended you in some way, the New Testament gives us further instructions on what to do and how to do that wisely. But the majority of the time when we're trying to resolve an issue or we're concerned about someone, the wise and biblical approach is go to that person to have a conversation. It might be uncomfortable. (laughs) It might be something that's kind of hard to do, but the Bible calls us to it and says that's wisdom. All right, I hope that's been helpful. We could do a lot more of these, but we're out of time for this episode of the podcast. So I hope this, uh, again, hope this has been helpful for you and hope you will join us for the next episode as we continue walking through these chapters of Proverbs. Until then, church grace and peace to your family. Thank you for listening to the Building Up Podcast, a ministry of Agape Church in Pinson, Alabama. If you have a question about today's podcast or would like to suggest a topic for the future, please email us 
building up at agapepinson.com. To subscribe to this podcast, simply search for Building Up from Agape Church in your favorite podcast app.